0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Thursday. And if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. And I'm a happy camper today. My NBA prop bets won for the 12th consecutive day. I went five and one on that card. And I have a winning day in college basketball. So let's recap the winning card for you. My handicap goes six and one. My lone loser. Well, it was against my team, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. I had the Ohio State plus the three and a half. Minnesota gets the job done again. As a fan, I'm a happy camper, but that bet cost me a perfect 7-0 and in college basketball. Let's go through the winners now. I cash in the Black Bears in Maine, minus the four and a half. It was a sweaty one against UMBC. Low, low scoring first half, but in the second half, they found just enough offense to cover the number and cash the ticket. I cash on Hofstra, minus the three and a half. They get revenge against Drexel and cover the number. I cash on FAU, the Owls of Florida Atlantic, get the job done against SMU, minus the six and a half. We cash that one not once, but twice. Thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner on Twitter. I cash on Seattle, minus the five and a half. They get revenge against Stephen off Austin. Nice, easy double digit victory there. I cash in the North Dakota State Bison plus the one and a half at home against St. Thomas. They get revenge. They coast to the easy double-digit victory. And then the surprise of all surprises. I have Arizona State plus the two and a half. They're down 25 points in the second half. And finally, I get one of those comebacks. It goes to overtime. Do they win? No, but I have plus two and a half. And guess what? They lose by two, and I get to cash by the half a point. That's when it's going your way. I win a game in overtime. How about that? My coin flips go one and one. I had the Celtics and the Bulls under the 225. That didn't work out for me. I had the Rangers and the Devils in the NHL under the six and a half. I get to cash that ticket. So that's the past. We'll get to the card for Friday in just a moment, but let's lead off with your trivia question. Who are the three programs with the most consecutive NCAA tournament appearances? I'll have the answer in just a moment. Then let's do a quick shout-out here. Banner 18AZ, thank you for the five-star review on Apple. I always greatly appreciate those, and thank you for listening to the show. So now, let's get to the card for Friday, and we start in the Ivy League. It's Cornell, minus the one-and-a-half against Yale. So it's the rematch tonight in Ithaca, 8-1 against 8-1 of the Ivy. It's a heavyweight battle. Yale won the first meeting, 80-78. to The Big Red of Cornell are 19-4 and on the season. They have the number two offense and the number three defense in the league. Undefeated at home, conference home wins have been by 12 over Columbia, 17 over Penn, 15 over Princeton, 13 over Harvard, and 9 over Dartmouth. I'm not an Ivy League smart guy, but that sounds impressive to me. Yale, on the other hand, is 7-7 and on the year. They're number one on offense, number one on defense. The Bulldogs are coming in off of a loss on Saturday by 11 at Princeton. Yale is 8-5 and on the road this season, but I'm going to take the home team in a revenge spot. So give me the big red, Cornell, minus the one and a half at home over Yale. Next up on the card, we head to the Mountain West. It's Nevada minus the nine and a half at San Jose State. So if you follow me on Twitter, you know, I have a, a Nevada fan named Tyler that's always giving me grief for betting against the Wolfpack. Well, I'm finally going to quiet the critic and support Nevada tonight. The Wolfpack are 21 and six on the season. They're eight and five of the Mountain West. They've won their last two road games at Utah State and at UNLV. They beat San Jose State by 30 in the first meeting. The Wolfpack ranked fifth on both ends of the floor. Winning by double digits on the road in conference isn't easy, but the Wolfpack have done it twice already this season at Fresno State and at Utah State. Meanwhile, on the other side, Tim Miles wants a mulligan at San Jose State. It's been a tough year. 9-18 on the season, 2-12 and 12 in the conference. Their only conference wins have been over Air Force. Seven of their last eight losses have been by double digits in conference. The Spartans rank 11th on offense, 10th on defense. I don't like laying numbers like this. I hope Nevada doesn't get caught looking ahead to Colorado State on Tuesday, but I think the odds are better that they will be locked in so they can run it up and leave no doubt tonight. Give me the Wolfpack of Nevada, the nine and a half on the road at San Jose State. Next up on the card, we go to the horizon. It's Green Bay, minus the two and a half against Purdue-Fort Wayne. So I can't pass up this game after watching the Green, or the Green Bay coaching staff reenact the movie Major League. That was good. I watched it probably 10 times and couldn't stop laughing. We may not know who you guys are, but you do have a chance to claim the horizon this year after going 3-29 and 29 last season the Phoenix have been sitting around since Valentine's Day when they lost the top spot in the league by losing by one at home against Northern Kentucky. Purdue-Fort Wayne won the first meeting by four back in November. No disrespect to the Mastodons of Purdue-Fort Wayne, but to steal a partial line from another one of my favorite movies, it would take the Indiana National Guard to stop this team tonight. I expect the Phoenix to be firing on all Pistons this evening. So give me the home team. Give me the Phoenix of Green Bay, minus the two and a half over Purdue Fort Wayne. Next up on the card, we stay in the horizon. It's Milwaukee plus the three and a half against Youngstown State. So a little surprised with the number tonight. Milwaukee has a nice back to back wins against Cleveland State on the road and Northern Kentucky at home. The Panthers are now 9 and 7 in the league, 14 and 13 overall. They lost in overtime a couple weeks back at Youngstown. The Penguins of Youngstown are 19 and 9 of the season, 11 and 6 in the horizon. They're the second best team on both ends of the floor, good balanced ball club, but they're just 1 and 4 on the road against teams 500 or better in the conference. This is a revenge spot. The Panthers are playing well of late. They're at home getting over a possession. Yeah, I'll bite the hook. Give me Milwaukee plus the three and a half at home over Youngstown. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Next up on the card for you, we go to Mac Daddy Hoop's play of the day. And actually, he has two on the card tonight. That's how much we like the Mac. So let's start with play number one. It's Marist minus the seven at Manhattan. So, Marist comes into this game riding a four game winning streak. Last out, they beat the Golden Griffins by 23 at home. Manhattan is coming off one of their worst performances of the season. They gave up 104 points on 76% shooting to Ryder last out. The Jaspers have lost 16 of 17 games, and now they face one of the best defenses in the MAC. Marist has had a couple extra days to prepare. They have nothing but top-tier teams after this on their schedule, so they'll be focused tonight. Marist has won four of the last five in this building, so let's lay the points here. Give me Marist, minus the seven, at Manhattan. Next up on the card, it's Niagara, minus the one-and-a-half at Canisius. So this line was plus one when Mac Daddy sent it to me, but everything moves on me, so of course I get no value. Niagara is fresh off a Connecticut sweep and is looking to continue their momentum in the second Battle of the Bridge game. Canisius has won two of their last three. The Golden Griffins got out to a quick start and led by 16 in the first meeting against Niagara before the Purple Eagles upped their defensive game and won by five. Niagara has an efficient offense, top 100 in field goal percentage, Defense, though, is their calling card and defense travels. Expect Niagara to win their eighth straight game away from Gallagher Center. Give me the Purple Eagles of Niagara minus the one and a half on the road at Canisius. And once again, if you want the full write up and recap and preview of every Mac basketball game, please check out Mac Daddy Hoops on Twitter. He's one of the best in the business. Next up on the card, we go to the coin flips. In the NBA, I selected the Toronto Raptors at the Atlanta Hawks, total of 245, heads it is. I'm on the over 245 between the Raptors and the Hawks. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the Winnipeg Jets at the Chicago Blackhawks, total of five and a half here, heads it is, I'm on the over five and a half between the Jets and the Blackhawks. Your trivia question answer, the three longest streaks right now, in ncaa basketball number one kansas rock Chalk jayhawk 33 consecutive years in the big dance 14 of them under roy williams 19 under bill south number two michigan state all under tommy izzo gonzaga is number three at 24 one under dan munson who went on to coach the golden gophers and now of course at long beach state and now 23 straight under mark few so that's your trivia answer here for today now let's recap my card for friday can i have it back to back big days well we'll find out in the ivy league i'm on cornell minus the one and a half against yale in the Mountain West, I'm finally going to do it for Tyler. Give me Nevada, minus the nine and a half at San Jose State. In the Horizon, give me Green Bay, minus the two and a half against Purdue-Fort Wayne. And please watch that reenactment of the movie Major League. Then I have Milwaukee in the Horizon, plus the three and a half against Youngstown. Mac Daddy Hoops, two Mac games here. I'm on Maris, minus the seven at Manhattan. I'm on Niagara, minus the one and a half at Canisius. Coin flips, I'm on the Raptors and the Hawks over the 245. I'm on the Jets and the Blackhawks over the five and a half. So that's my card for Friday. Enjoy the games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.